So, welcome to Now Tell Us. Yes, at Now Tell Us is where we have guests come and tell us stories. They come and inspire us. They come and educate us on a subject. And it's always an interesting journey from the time we began up until now. The reason being, we have some great guests who come on our show. And that means even today, we have one great guest. His name is Steve. I'm going to wait for him to pronounce for me the next name. <laughs> I didn't practice on that. Uh, but uh, all the same, Steve is going to give us some insights on the superhero in you. But before we go and meet Steve, I would like to remind you that you can always get this episode in future or even get the past episodes that we've been having at nowtellers.com. And guess what? We are number three at Podmatch. Check that out. Whoa. And it's all because you listen, it's because you give us a thumbs up, it's because you share our videos, and it's because of the great guests that we have. So much about Podmatch, uh, Podmatch you can always get a link that is in the description. And now, without much ado, let's go and meet our guest today, Steve. Here we go. Hello, Steve. Well, hello, Anthony. You picked the perfect superhero music. That was beautiful. Beautiful oh, introduction. Yeah, thank you. Yes, we are talk, we're going to talk about the superhero. But before that, I don't consider myself uh, one because I'm not willing to risk pronouncing your second name. <laughs> <laughs> Please, uh, how does it go? Oh, come on. I can say Muiruri. Oh, right. you're great. You're great. Yes. You're not a superhero. <laughs> Many people don't want to attempt that. <laughs> well, com communications is my superpower. So I always make, a, and, I, and I love languages. And the, the fact that you love Greek, even though my name is Spanish, my last name is Spanish, it it's, uh, has a lot of similarities to the Greek. Um, so the last name is pronounced Gallegos, even Gallegos. though it has, yeah, it has two L's in it. And mm -hmm. in Spanish, in Spanish, when you see two L's together, it's always pronounced as a Y. So it's oh. Gallegos. Yes. Oh. Yes. Great, great. That's, so that's today a I'm, good lesson. I'm also learning some Spanish today. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I don't, I don't, I don't think that you're in Spain, are you? No. No, I am in uh, the United States. I'm in beautiful um, state called Denver, which is in the Rocky Mountains, and we have beautiful snow in the mountains really, really tall mountains. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. And uh, how long have you been there? For a long time, a short time? Well, I've been in the United States since I was seven years old. I was born in Chile uh, and I've, I've lived throughout the United States. Um, and uh, I've been here in Denver for about a little bit over two years now. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Now it yeah. seems you are quite traveled. You've been here yes. there, and now 
where, where, which, now we are going into Christmas. Which is your best place to celebrate Christmas? Where you are or you're wishing you were somewhere else? No, I never wish I'm somewhere else. There are places I would like to visit, but I'm always happiest where I'm at because it's it's a choice to be where I'm at, right? And that's with my wife. And so wherever I can be with my wife, that's where I'm the happiest. Wow. And isn't it wonderful just to be where you want to be, yes. doing what you want to do? Right. I love that Even, because I know yeah. there are many people who are in places that they don't wish to be. They are looking for an opportunity to escape from their position. But when you tell us that you like where you are, it's your choice. That's great. Yeah, and we and we all have a choice. And I understand it's difficult. It's it's mm -hmm. it's it's very very hard for some people to make a new choice. But that is the only thing that's going to bring you from here to there is a new choice. Wow. Yeah, a new choice. Here, mm. there. So. Everyone who's watching, everyone who's listening, or those who get to listen after we are through, let's welcome Steve Gallegos to the show. Yay, you did it. <laughs> Outstanding. And congratulations, Anthony Muiruri, for the uh, being number three on Podmatch. It's a big deal. A lot of yeah. people don't know that it, it's a big deal. You've worked hard for it, and you've got a lot of beautiful shows and beautiful guests, and, and it's all thanks to you and your energy. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. Your people that make it happen. And so I thank you very, very much for your time here. I also thank all our viewers here and uh, our listeners. And uh, let me appreciate one person who's here, Jafet Anchinga Nyakenyanya, saying that says that he's here. He's following us. Thank you very much. And everyone else who's out there and he's learning. Already he started to learn with us. So I believe we are going to have a great, great, great time. Everyone out there, please send us a comment, ask a question, and let's have a great show here today with Steve Gallegos. Now, the superhero in you. Let's dive into that. Tell us about it. Well, um, every one of us has a superhero. And, mm -hmm. and every day, I mean, more and more in the world, Today, especially, we need superheroes. And many people, Anthony, think that, oh, I haven't done anything important. I haven't saved anybody's life. I haven't, um, you know, saved somebody from a burning car or a burning house. They think that superheroes are the ones that wear capes, right? That we fly around the city and we stop crime and, and those kinds of things. But the truth is that each of us has a superhero in us and we just need to find it and we just need to recognize and honor that portion of us that at one time was a superhero or is currently a superhero. And do you mind if I give you a, a little bit of a story so I can help your listeners find their superhero? Go ahead, please. <clears throat> when I was, um, uh, I grew up, I, I wanted to be a singer when I grew up, and I think I, I shared this with you, and we started the show singing, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas mm -hmm. everywhere you go. <laughs> so <clears throat> that was the only thing when I was a child, that was the only thing that I could do where people applauded, where people admired me, where people respected me, where people wanted me. Mm -hmm. All the other times, everything else I did, Anthony, I was good for nothing. That's what my parents told me that I was, mm -hmm. good for nothing. 
And so the more that they called me good for nothing, the more good for nothing I became. The more good for nothing things that I did. So I kept getting in trouble and more trouble and more trouble. But every time I sang, people loved me, right? They forgot all about the bad things they used to do and they loved me. Mm -hmm. So when I was 17, I tried to commit suicide several times because I didn't have any value. I didn't know who I was. I didn't have a future. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't love myself. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to, like I said, commit suicide. But it turns out, Anthony, I couldn't even do that right. Mm -hmm. So what did I do? I joined the United States Marine Corps, which is the, the military service here in the, in the United States, and is a 13-week boot camp training. Very, very difficult. Very, very challenging. Mm -hmm. there, there were three other individuals in my class who were primarily Spanish-speaking. And they were having a very difficult time with the academics portion mm -hmm. of, of Marine Corps boot camp. And if you don't make it through the academics, it doesn't matter how strong you are or how fast you can run, you will not make it. You will not become a U.S. Marine. Mm. And so nobody told me, nobody asked me, nobody suggested it, but I took these three guys and I said, let me help you because Spanish is my first language. <clears throat> and so every night after everybody would go to sleep, we would go and sit in the showers on the cold, musty, wet, smelly floor and we would go over that day's materials and I would translate that material from English to Spanish and we would have a discussion so that I knew that they understood the material. Mm -hmm. And this went on for the entire length of the boot camp training. During one of our sessions at about 2.30 in the morning, one of the drill instructors gets up, he wakes up and he hears some noises coming from the bathroom. And so, Anthony, what do you think is going through his mind? 2.30 in the morning, a bunch of 17-year-old Marine recruits, what could they possibly be doing? Mm. Mm -hmm. Nothing mm. good. Nothing good. Right? Nothing yeah. good. So, mm. he, so he rushes into the shower yelling and screaming and swearing, thinking that he was going to catch us, I don't know, doing whatever. Mm. And he scared us right he scared us because we were quiet trying to just talk and, and and do our lessons and so once i put my heart back into my chest and i stood up and i said sir and i explained to him what we were doing he looked at us very surprised and he said okay carry on so we did mm -hmm. Fa fast forward to graduation i graduated number one in my class my three friends graduated in the top 10. Mm -hmm. And because of what I did, because I took my eyes off myself and I helped three other individuals achieve their dreams of becoming a U.S. Marine, I was awarded uh, what they call the uh, Platoon Honor Man, mm -hmm. which is the, the highest uh, award that you can receive on graduation. Mm -hmm. I was I was given the beautiful Marine dress blue uniform. They gave it to me. I was given my rank of private first class. And I was celebrated because, like I said, I helped three other individuals with looking for nothing for myself. Mm -hmm. And so that taught me my first lesson. That taught me that I can achieve my dreams by helping others achieve theirs.
Mm -hmm. So that was my first introduction to my own superhero. I realized then that everything that my parents had told me 17 years prior, for 17 years that I was good for nothing, that it was a lie, mm -hmm. that, it, that it was wrong, that I was good for a lot of things as it turns out. Because since then, I have gone on to be a police officer, a singer-songwriter and recording artist, a board-certified trial lawyer, a commercial photographer. I was a dance instructor for a while. Um, you know, I, I'm an international speaker and author, and I love to teach the power of communications because it's through communications that we identify and connect with our superhero. Mm -hmm. So that's just a simple story to share with you how I learned it. I learned it I connected with my superhero during a very difficult time in my life, but it wasn't because I felt sad for myself or because of any other reason than I said, I'm going to help someone else. And that act of helping someone else allowed me to find my superhero. So for you to find your superhero, for those of you that are listening, just whatever you're going through right now, whatever pain, whatever struggle, whatever stress, whatever hard time, difficult time, challenging time. I know you don't want to be there. Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's the house where you live in. Maybe it's the neighborhood or the city. And you would much rather be somewhere else. There's something you can do right now, today. As soon as you finish this beautiful interview that I'm having with Anthony, this beautiful conversation, you can go out and do something for someone else, something small. It doesn't have to be big. You don't have to save their life. But you can go out and do something for your neighbor or for a family or for your spouse, something unexpected. And that is, how, and then you keep doing this. You keep doing this for other people. And pretty soon you'll find out, whoa, I have a passion for helping others. Whoa, I have a passion for listening to others because that's very important, right? Mm -hmm. Being listened to. Mm -hmm. I have a passion. I have a passion for going into the schools and talking to the children on how to behave, right? How to live a better life. Mm -hmm. I have a passion. I have a passion for making cookies and distributing them to my neighbors or to the homeless or to, right? All those little things. And they're little things. They don't take much time. It doesn't require any money. Can make you a superhero. But once you become a superhero, it's very important that you share the story of being a superhero because the more we share our superhero stories, we inspire others to do the same thing. And we encourage and motivate others to go out and do the same thing. So what if we start a movement? Just as a result of your show, Anthony, what if we start a movement of superheroes around the world? Wouldn't mm. that be fun? That would be fun. Very yeah, fun. Yeah, would be fun. Mm. Now, in your story, and actually in the summary of your story, you brought me into this thought uh, that I haven't uh, maybe paid much attention to, that for you to be a superhero does mean, does not, doesn't mean that I came out number one, like I, I, I got the best marks. Every superhero that we talk of, is someone who is uh, doing something for someone else or something for the society, for the entire humanity. 
Correct. Think of Superman. He goes and saves a situation where people are having a challenge. Someone, uh, there is a distraction of the world coming or something, and then he saves. It's not that he did his best for himself, but he did something good for someone else. That's, that's what I just realized that we never pay much attention to, that superheroes are there for everyone else, for, for other people, not for themselves. You are 100% correct. It doesn't count. It doesn't count if you're doing it for yourself uh -huh. or for your or for your own glory or for you to get paid. Or if someone tells you, if someone has to tell you to do it, that's not being a superhero. You're just mm -hmm. following instructions. Right? Mm -hmm. But if, this is something you have to do voluntarily, feel it in your heart and just do it regardless of whether you get something out of it or not. That's being the superhero. Yeah. And I like your profile on PodMatch. It says, leave no one behind. And I achieve my dreams helping others achieve theirs. Mm, that's cute. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> now, it, it so happens, and I have had this experience uh, before myself, um, that once you are there and you're trying your best to help other people, some things happen out of the blue you don't know where they came from and they start happening in your life and you're like oh so even though i was not doing it for my own gain i find that uh, that i have gained so much that i could not have expected uh case in point i'm going to give you a story because you said we share our story so let me share my story please do <clears throat> uh i'm a lot of things so where do i start but let me go to the to where, to one this this particular one. I'm a painter, an artist, and so I used to entertain. When I was uh, maybe in my twenties, I used to entertain children by going to where they play uh, in their playground or in the mall, and set up a table and paint their faces some mm. interesting things, the flowers, animals, and then this uh, someone finds me. Uh, is a teacher comes and finds me. I, I used to earn a living from that. So when she finds me in this mall, she says, hey, Anthony, uh, I want you to do me a favor and ask her, what, what favor? Now, I have a kindergarten and we are trying to raise funds for something. I can remember exactly what was the theme of the, uh, the, the fundraising. Would you be willing to help us? And I said, oh, why not? I'll be much willing to help you. So come on this particular day, and then we are going to give you a set of paints, and you paint your, uh, the children for free. We are going to charge the children, but you're not going to take anything from it. I said, no problem. That will I'll be my joy. So to cut a long story short, I went on this particular day. I did the job. I painted the kids, and they were very happy. And then... I was not the only one who was in that fundraising. We had several <laughs> other people. Um, then uh, there was a beautician, uh, uh, yeah, a beautician um, makeup artist uh, just sitting next to me. So I'm doing face painting. The other one is doing makeup uh, art, uh, art. And then whoever is interested in each goes to that. So after we are through, the makeup artist asked me, hey, you're painting very good. Uh, can you? Do you have any contact? Can I contact you? So I gave him my contact card. A few days later, this makeup artist calls me. He is the best makeup artist in the in the country. That was in Kenya. He he was 
doing the, the, the biggest commercials and is getting some huge amount of money. So I go to my first, he calls me and he tells me, Anthony, I would like you to work with me on this particular day. I go and I work. And then he gives me a, a, a check that is equal to maybe three months work that I usually do. And I'm like, what, what's this? No, that, that's <laughs> Anyway, that's a long story, but I did something to volunteer and I tell people to go out and volunteer. Yes. And you never know, uh, not necessary for what is to happen to you, but it definitely will come back to you. So I agree with it you. It will come back to you. I yeah. love it. I love it. And I, I see now over your left shoulder there that you have a book called Achieve Your Dreams. Oh, yeah. And so oh, yeah. and so it's it's a beautiful thing that we're having this conversation because you actually believe in this whole concept that you achieve your dreams first by helping others. Like you could have been dreaming, oh, I wish I had more money. Oh, I wish I could earn more money. And simply by the act of going and serving someone else, not expecting the money, you mm -hmm. got more money than you than you planned. Three months worth of wages. That is, that's a beautiful thing. And mm -hmm. that's the thing about volunteering, uh, Anthony, is that we think that volunteering has to be hard work. It doesn't have to be hard work. Mm -hmm. Volu volunteering, find someone find something that you love to do and this is for your audience find something that you love if you love music go and find a music environment to volunteer in that way you'll be more joyful there mm -hmm. if you love if you love cooking there's plenty of um you know kitchens that that would allow you to come and assist with the cooking and serving of meals to the people that have no homes or or, or need um you know a hot meal mm -hmm. if you love like like anthony you love to paint or draw, find schools where you can go in and volunteer. So this is a way that you can bring your own passions, your own creativity to the community and, and be a part of it, right? And mm -hmm. and you'll get so much joy, especially during this holiday season, right? Yeah, exactly. This is a beautiful <clears throat> season and people, it's good that we are sharing this topic because this this is the best time to get people's heart because they always know that this is a time for giving. So yes. if you've been giving up to 10%, this is a time to increase because we are calling you to go out there and be something good to someone else. Give more, uh, volunteer, give uh, more in your finances, give more, give more of what you have. And that's on your way to being a superhero. Indeed, indeed. Um, and, and now since you mentioned that book there, Achieve Your Dream, uh, in the same spirit of helping every listener who's there, uh, uh, that book, you can download it for free from my website. Go to my website and download it and achieve your dream for free. <laughs> awesome. That's beautiful. Everybody should go and get it. And yeah. I'm going to give a I'm going to give a free book, too. Okay, that, that would be good. So we are going to uh, have a lot of books to read this Christmas season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, have you now you're a superhero and you've been achieving things and you continue to achieve. Do you face challenges in your journey? Have you ever faced oh, well, yes. challenges? The, the very first challenge was, you know, overcoming my lack of self-worth and my lack of uh, love for myself. So, yeah, we, we face challenges all the time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, if, if life were easy, 
it would be boring. Anthony, I say, um, I, I did a, I did a, um, I did an experiment once while I was preparing to uh, a TED talk. I took a picture because I'm a photographer. I took a picture of a sailboat on the ocean with a beautiful sky behind it, blue sunshine, maybe a few clouds, perfectly white clouds. And it was just a beautiful, calm, peaceful scene. Mm -hmm. And then I modified that picture and I put a very gray and dark and stormy scene in the sky. So mm -hmm. the same boat, the same ocean, but this time the, the sky had changed to very mysterious, very dark, very stormy, very dangerous. Mm -hmm. And I asked my, I asked my audience, which of these two pictures do you like the most? Some people like the calm, peaceful, serene blue sky, but the majority of the people preferred the stormy, dangerous sky scene. I thought, why is that? And it's the same reason that I did for my talk. It's the same reason that we go on vacation, Anthony, but we don't stay on vacation. Mm -hmm. We go on vacation to take a break. Yeah. And then we come and then we come back. We come back where? We come back to face challenges. We come back to solve problems. We come back to live life, everyday life, which includes dealing with the unknown, dealing with the unexpected, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's how we humans are wired. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I say it would be boring to live on vacation all the time on a peaceful blue sky. Okay, I want some rain, I want some drama, right? So we all face challenges and it mm -hmm. is the challenges that teach us who we are. It is in the challenges where we can find that superhero. Mm -hmm. Because as I shared in my story, the three individuals that I helped, they were facing a challenge, right? Mm -hmm. And so they might as well have been in a burning building because they're, they wanted to be Marines so bad, but they knew that if they didn't make it through the academic portion, they were going to fail. And who knows what happens when they get out onto life? Maybe they continue a pattern of failure. Mm -hmm. So I saw the burning building that they were in and I went in and helped them, right? Mm -hmm. Figurat figuratively. Just mm -hmm. like you did, your kindergarten friend teacher needed to raise funds and she needed some talent to come in and help mm -hmm. and make this a very worthwhile thing. So you saw the burning building, you saw the kindergarten teacher in the burning building and you saw the kids, they were not going to be able to raise the funds that they needed if you didn't step in and do your part. Mm -hmm. That was a challenge that you went in and you solved because mm -hmm. maybe you, maybe you had to work or maybe you didn't have the time. Maybe you didn't feel good or maybe you didn't have the tools, but you made it work mm -hmm. and, and you made things happen. So we're all going to face challenges and we need to learn not necessarily to dance when the challenges arrive, but to learn, okay, this is a challenge and I'm up for the challenge and the challenge is being presented to me because I'm the one that can solve the problem or I'm the one that needs to learn how to solve the problem. Mm. Big, big difference. So if you look at those challenges, maybe it's your spouse coming to you and saying, you know what? Um, I'm not in love with you anymore. Okay. That's a challenge. Mm -hmm. What do I, what not, not, Hey, how come you don't love me anymore? And, you know, shake them or whether it's a man or a woman. No. 
you start thinking, okay, I'm facing a challenge right now, the possibility of losing my spouse or my significant other from my life. The challenge is, what do I need to do to change me so to resolve this problem? Mm-hmm. Not them, me. I can only be responsible for me, 100%. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. If, if we face a challenge at work, well, we have to start laying people off. And some of you may be losing your jobs and you may be losing your income. So you won't be able to pay your rent, buy food, buy clothes, go on vacation, do all the things that you want to do with your money. It's a challenge. Mm. Start looking into, okay, what resources do, do I have? What talents and abilities do I have to go out and make a new job for myself? Or to help my boss, my company, if I want to solve their problem. Mm. Right? Because I could just go, oh, shucks, and go home and be sad. Or I could say, wait a minute. If the problem is this, maybe we can do this. Right, mm-hmm. find a solution. That's what challenges are for. Hmm. So, a superhero here is not the one who knows the best. He is not the one who shouts the highest, <laughs> the loudest, and says, "Hey, you bows, you can't tell me these." And or yeah, exchange words with those people who are challenging you, or are calling you names, or are, uh, giving you a hard time. The superhero in you is the one who's going to try and find a solution to the challenge mm-hmm. that is before you. Indeed. Thank you very much for that. We, uh, we appreciate that. Welcome, Anthony. Yeah. Now, in your profile, I see you talk about your David and Goliath story. Or is it the one that we've already had? Or is this a different one? Um, I have I have a lot of David and Goliath story. Oh, um, give us one. <laughs> Give this one. Well, when I was a uh, a trial lawyer, um, and this is again part of the communications. This is where I learned that communications was my superpower. Mm-hmm. I did. I didn't go to the best school in the country. I went to a very small private school, mm-hmm. and much like in the rest of the world, sometimes they say, "Well, you didn't go to the best school, so you can't go work at the best company." or you can go work at the best company, but you're gonna start down here, not up here where the others start. Mm -hmm. And so because I didn't go to the best school in the country, I got a job as a lawyer in Los Angeles, California, which is 10 million people. And it was very difficult to get a job. Number one, because I was Hispanic, Latino, Mm -hmm. Spanish speaking, Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of discrimination. So first I had to overcome that. I had to win the job. Once I won the job, I had my employer tell me that uh, they wanted me to change my last name Mm. to something more English, Mm -hmm. right? And no, so I'm facing a problem now. So here's another situation where the superhero came out in this David and Goliath story. Mm. The law firm that I was working for we filed a lawsuit against an insurance company because it was the largest insurance company in the state of California, the most powerful, they had the most money. They were defrauding their policyholders. They were charging them too much money for their policies on Mm -hmm. purpose. Mm -hmm. They were doing this on purpose. And so we filed the lawsuit against the insurance company and the judge says, 
the judge threw the lawsuit out, says, no, you can't sue this insurance company for these reasons. And my client was devastated. Our clients were devastated. My law firm partners, the ones that wanted me to change my name and all of these things kept me down here. They were devastated because this was a, a big, big project that the firm had been working on for close to a year already. And so I said, this is not possible. And so I went and I studied what is the insurance code in California. I took the, the big fat book like this, the insurance code. I took it home with me mm -hmm. and I read it, read it, read it, read it, read it, looking for that little bit of language that would give us some help. Mm -hmm. And I found it. I went into work the next day and I said, look, this is what we can use to sue the insurance company. And everybody's looking at it and they're like, oh my gosh, you're right, you found it. And so we filed a new lawsuit with the courts. Long story short, it took us about seven years to finally get to trial on this insurance company. And we won a judgment for $25 million. This was back in the 80s, which was a lot, a lot of money at the time. Mm -hmm. And here I was. A nobody, a no-name school, a very small law firm going against some of the most talented lawyers, some of the largest law firms in the country that were supporting this insurance company because the insurance company can hire any number of lawyers they want, right? And mm -hmm. the best lawyers or who, who they think is the best lawyers. So we have to go toe-to-toe, -to -toe, stand toe-to-toe -to -toe against these lawyers. But what won it for me is that every time we would step in court, I didn't have, like I said, the most prominent law degree from the best school, but mm -hmm. there was one thing that I knew I could do and I could communicate. Mm -hmm. Because of the years that I had been on stage as a singer, as a performer, I knew how to look the judge in the eye and communicate my point. I knew how to look at the judge and the jury and connect with them as human beings not as a lawyer juror, not as a lawyer, you're the judge, but as human to human. Mm -hmm. And so it was that ability, my ability to communicate that allowed me to win and be the David in that Goliath story against the largest insurance company in the state of California. Wow. Another superhero there. Mm. Mm. That's great. A superhero that brought in some millions of dollars. For the clients, I gave the clients yes. recourse, right? Because the clients, they're just employers. They're just small companies mm -hmm. that, that were being defrauded by this insurance company. That's beautiful. And thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Now we'll come back to communication and what it is for the listener or our viewer today and uh, much more. But before you go into that, there is something that is happening around the world right now. And since you've got some experience, I would like you to give us your insight into it, maybe give us some tips. Now, in the last few days, there have been news all over about Steven. Definitely you've heard it. And, oh, I didn't even realize that you're Steve. <laughs> Uh, and uh, the devastating news that we received of Stephen Bose. What's your take on it? I'm sorry, of Stephen Bose, the Twitch. He called it, he's not, famously known as Twitch, 
Oh, okay. Maybe it just came. Oh, oh, oh Twitch, okay. Twitch, Twitch. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know the story, so I, 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 I have no. I have an opinion, but I, I don't know the story, so I, I don't want to offend anybody, and I don't want to pretend that I know. I, I never met him. I know people like him. Mm -hmm. Because I I used to be part of the entertainment industry as well. I was pursuing a music career in Los Angeles, where he is, mm -hmm. for many, many years. And so I worked as a lawyer with musicians. I worked with record labels. I worked with producers. And I saw a very negative side of the entertainment industry mm -hmm. that a lot of people don't see. Um, but here's one thing I know. <clears throat> And I'm sure that if I had the opportunity to sit down with uh, Twitch and talk to him, we would probably find this out too, mm -hmm. is that many people, the majority of people, Anthony, pursue the entertainment industry for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. And I know this from personal experience. Remember I shared with you that when I was a kid, the only thing I could do was sing and everybody loved me. Mm. When I tried to do anything else, no one paid attention and they called me good for nothing. Mm -hmm. So in my young mind, I thought that the way to get love in this world mm -hmm. is to sing, mm -hmm. which is why I, I tried to pursue, and I did pursue a music career. Mm. I needed to be on that stage. If I wasn't on stage, I was depressed. If the audience didn't react to my song, I was depressed. Mm -hmm. If I didn't do a good performance, I was depressed. If my phone wasn't ringing with offers, with opportunities, with people calling, hey, come and sing on my show, come mm -hmm. and sing on my stage, I was depressed. And so the majority of people enter the entertainment industry, whether it's music, dance, acting, writing, singing, because we're looking for something, we're looking for love. And here's the question that I, I mean, here's the answer, the, the, the solution that I found in 2008. It took me a long time to find the solution. Mm -hmm. I went to an event, I went to a um, uh, success conference in Las Vegas where the speaker said, um, and I'm sure your audience is very familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm -hmm. Maslow was a psychologist and he said, you know, that for years, people are looking for these seven things, love, self-esteem, security, all these things. And the speaker said, if you're looking for any of these seven things in this Maslow's pyramid hierarchy, it means you don't have it. Mm -hmm. Okay. That mm -hmm. makes sense. And then mm -hmm. he asked this, if you don't have it, how can you give it away? Anthony, in an instant, I got it. I was looking for love. Mm -hmm. I could never give love away because I didn't have it. I was always mm -hmm. looking for it. Mm -hmm. So when we're always looking for something, it's like if, you're, if, if you don't have $20 in your pocket and you know that I need $10, you can't give it away. Sure. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was always looking for love. I was pursuing music, looking for love from the audience so that I could feel good about myself and my life. Mm -hmm. 
I was not able to give anything away. And so I didn't have good relationships. I didn't have good friends. I didn't have a good marriage because I was always needing, needing, needing from the other person. And mm. so this is what happens to the majority of people getting back to Twitch again. He lived a beautiful life, right? You look at him, he had a gorgeous wife, a gorgeous kids, a beautiful career. He was on Ellen. He was dancing in the stars and he was doing all of these things. But I bet you the one thing that he did not have mm -hmm. is he did not forgive himself and he did not love himself enough so that he was always dependent on other people to get his love, to get his value. Mm -hmm. And so when Ellen's show went off the air, I don't know, I could look into this, but maybe Twitch was thinking, where do I go from here? No one's going to hire me mm -hmm. or maybe no one did hire him. I don't know, but I'm sure, <clears throat> excuse me. And, and I know this because again, I went through it and I've seen a lot of other people go through this same thing mm -hmm. in the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. It is so, it is so dependent on what other people think of you. And if other people criticize you and you're being criticized in the media all the time, it's going to make you very negative, may make you very depressed, regardless of your beautiful surroundings, regardless of your beautiful family, regardless of whether you have money in the bank or not. Mm. None of that is going to matter because you don't value yourself. Mm -hmm. So what I found out is the only way that I can value myself, and this is a message to anybody out there that is in the entertainment industry or in the public eye and you're looking for your validation from the public no you have to give it to yourself first mm -hmm. and it happens like this you just say i love myself mm -hmm. i value myself <clears throat> regardless of what anybody else thinks out there i know that i am a worthwhile human being whether my phone rings or not I have value to bring. I have value to give. I have love to give to the world. And if mm. you reframe what's going on in your life with that, it'll make all the difference in the world. Mm. Yeah. And go out there and give what it is that you have out there in the world and be the superhero. Bring out the superhero in you. Yes. Now, we actually made this episode a longer episode. Maybe it's because I introduced that extra topic. But um, we go back to uh, communication. And I think or I know that you have something for the listener or the viewer. That, uh, you, you are much in communication. And I looked at your website briefly. And I asked someone to go there. And we will send them there at some point. Voices of Impact Awards. Tell us a bit about, uh, us a bit about that. And um, what is it to do with uh, communication? Thank you for that, Anthony. Mm -hmm. uh, and by the way, your your questions are brilliant. You're you're one of the uh, best hosts that I've had the opportunity to interview with in in a long, long time. And I've been giving interviews for years. So, <laughs> so thank you for that. Um, the Voices of Impact Awards is a annual program to celebrate the people with inspiring stories, stories that can inspire humanity, much like mm -hmm. the story that you shared about face painting with the kids to raise money for the kindergarten class. In my story, most of us have a story. 
and we need to share it. Why do we need to share it? Because we need hope. We need purpose. We need inspiration. And not the kind of inspiration that our government thinks it gives us, not from the president of our country, not from the celebrity, not from Beyonce, not from LeBron James, not from anybody, not from Argentina who just won the World Cup, not from them. We need it from everyday people just like you, Anthony, just like your listeners. Those are the people who we want to celebrate because they've been through some struggle, they've been through some challenges, and they've learned lessons that can help other people. Mm -hmm. Until now, there has been no stage, no platform for the everyday person who doesn't want to be the next Oprah Winfrey. There's been no stage for them to go and share their story. And so we built the stage. And not only did we build the stage and the opportunity, I'm giving away personally <clears throat> over $25,000 in cash US to the winners. And there's going to be more than one winner. Mm. The grand the grand prize winner gets $20,000 and a trophy. Somebody's going to get a book deal. Um, a lot of people are going to win cash prizes. And there's other awards. We have the Heidi Service Award. We have the Lifetime Impact Award. We have the Student Impact Award because we want college and university students to apply as well. So this is a annual event that is a combination of TEDx, if you're familiar with TEDx, mm -hmm. the TEDx stage. So it's a combining TEDx with a music show like American Idol. Are mm -hmm. you familiar with American Idol? Yeah. And, yeah. and the Grammy Awards. Mm -hmm. So the, the Grammys celebrate music makers, right? The musicians, the, the singers, the performers, the Beyonce's of the world. Mm -hmm. American Idol, because they're going to compete on stage for in front of a live audience and in front of live judges mm -hmm. and TEDx. So we brought elements of those three events together to the Voices of Impact Awards. And uh, I would love to share with your audience, if I may, if you go to voiceofimpactawards.com, you'll be able to get my free gift, which is how to write your superhero story. And this is a book that'll teach you how to find your superhero and then how to write your superhero story and then how to present your superhero story. So this is, you can use it whether or not you participate in the awards. And if you're not a United States resident right now, you can't participate. This first year, we're only using it in the United, doing it in the United States, so that we can get all the, all the issues out, right? So we can make sure that it's running smoothly, and then in years two and three, we're going to open it up internationally. So mm -hmm. if you are if you are listening to this and you're a United States resident, you can go to voiawards.com, voicesofimpactawards.com, and register to become one of our storytellers. And even if you don't register. If you're anywhere in the world and you're listening to this show, you can go to voiawards.com and sign up to get my free book because your superhero story needs to be written because your superhero story is how you're going to be able to engage one-on-one -on -one with the person you're going to marry, with your next job opportunity. When you go on your job interview, they don't want to know what school you went to, where you worked before, how you came to this country. They don't want to know all that. They mm -hmm. want to know 
lot of people don't know how to share it, right? Because yeah. uh -huh. you go to an interview, Anthony, tell me about yourself, or Steve, tell me about yourself. Well, I went to school here. I have three brothers, four sisters. I was born here. I lived here. None of that matters. They want to know your superhero story. So they can go, whoa, I need to hire you. Whoa, I need to marry you. Whoa, I need to be your friend. Whoa, I need to have you come and speak to my audience, to speak to my students, to speak to my community, to speak to my president. It doesn't matter. Right. So learning how to write your superhero story, learning how to find your superhero is critically important. So that's my gift to you for the holidays. Go to VoicesOfImpactAwards.com, VOIAwards.com, and get the book. Yes, go to VOIAwards.com and get the free gift that is uh, Steve's book. And... Uh, yeah, yeah, this episode has really stretched, but we won't go away without uh, appreciating Brian Wagner, who is here, and every other person who's watching us, or even get to watch us after we are through with this episode. Like, leave the comment there, ask a question, we can always come back and answer it. Now, Brian asked, uh, society teaches us good uh, to to go to school, I get, and get a job mm -hmm. and pay the bills. Then later on in life, you find out that you are not living for yourself, but for others. So then I decided to want to follow my dreams, but I cannot make much money to pay my bills. So <laughs> Brian is asking how to go about that. Because uh, Brian, it, it's, a, it's a very good question. Um, you haven't connected with your superhero. You took a job, like you said, to please others. You took a job just to pay the bills. You need to sit down and find your superhero. The thing that makes you sing, the thing that makes you get up in the morning out of bed and you start dancing, because that's what you're going to do. Maybe it's you launch your own business because you're never going to get wealthy or at least financially rich working for somebody else. That's never gonna happen. That system is old, it's been dried, it's been proven, and you are right. We're taught to go to school, to follow instructions, not to ask questions, not to follow our dreams. We're taught to follow instructions so that we could go to the corporation and learn how to do this all day long. Do this faster, 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 more, 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 more. Work longer hours doing this all day long. That's what we're taught to do. We're not taught to follow our dreams. And so if you're telling me that you are working but you're just barely getting by, it tells me that you have not connected with your dream. You're probably doing something that you don't like, something that doesn't make you sing. So find that thing and then find out how you can either build a business around it or go to work in that environment. And his question is how he gets the balance between the two, be between making money and doing what he loves. Or how do you get make the money doing that which you... What, how to go about it. But I guess that is something that you can always follow up with Steve. He's got that knowledge, that experience, and he's going to share a lot with you. And um, yeah, so remember to, to download all the books we've given you. If you download them, <laughs> and especially Steve's book, then you'll know how to tell your super superhero story and you will achieve your dream. Yes, achieve your dream. <laughs>
you are going to achieve your dream and make money and be happy. So, yes, uh, we really thank you, um, Steve, for taking your time and being with us and even extending the normal time of the episode. We really appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> and, I, and I think we could keep going on and on and on because there is so much that we can share on this episode. But let's leave the other few minutes for our viewer to go to the websites and download those books. Yes, go there, go there. We've come to the end. Remember, go to voiawards.com and connect with Steve and download the book. And now we are coming to the end of the show. But before we go, we'll ask Steve to leave us with a few words that we will always remember. Which are they, Steve? Few words that we will always remember. That you'll always remember. Um, here we go. Um, a lot of us talk about success and we talk about failure and being afraid of failure and those kinds of things. But I want to leave you with a new way of looking at this whole idea of success and failure. You are not a success. No matter what you do, no matter how well you do it, you are not a success. Likewise, you are not a failure. No matter what you try, no matter what you do, no matter how it works out, you are not a failure. Success and failure are simply the outcome of an event. This is the important part. Success and failure are simply the outcome of an event. You attempt something and it either works or it doesn't work. You either succeed or it fails. But that's not you. You're the person trying the event. You're the person maybe orchestrating or producing or participating in that event. But if the event does not result in what you want, it's not you. You're not the event. Much like how many of you have been in a car accident before? I have. Okay. Do you walk away from the car accident thinking, oh, I'm such an accident. Oh my gosh, I'm such an accident. Do you call your mom or your best friend and say, I'm such an accident? We don't do that because we know the accident is something that happened. It's an event. Yes, maybe we caused the accident because we were looking around or we were on our phone or talking or eating or distracted by the puppy or our girlfriend or our boyfriend. Maybe we caused or participated in causing the event, yes. And we take responsibility for that. But we are not the accident. So if we look at success and failure in the same way, you can take a lot of stress off yourself because now you don't have to go out there. I need to be a success. I need to be. A... No. You be the best you that you can be at that particular moment. And if things don't work out, yay, celebrate that because that's just going to lead you to finding a way for that thing to work out. Whether it's your relationship, your career, your job, whatever, you are not a success, nor are you a failure. And anybody who tells you otherwise is lying to you. You are not a failure. Mm. Thank you. You are not a failure. In fact, mm. you're a superhero. Yes. Think about it. But you've got to know how to tell your superhero story for it to work out good. 
and in telling your superhero story, go out there looking for someone to help, someone to assist, because your superhero comes out of you giving service out there to humanity. So thank you very much. Uh, you are not the accident. You are not uh, that event that happened. It just happened. Thank you very much, Steve. We really appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, Anthony Moiduri, and I, I really love this show. I appreciate you again as a host, and, and I want all of your audience members to contact you and say thank you to you for taking the time to produce this show and to introduce all these wonderful guests that you've had over the years to, to them, because uh, it's a lot of work. Thank you. Thank you, too. And I also thank you, the viewer and, or the listener, whether you're listening this uh, to this live or uh, the recorded version. I thank you for taking your time and go and achieve your dream being the superhero that you are. That's it for today. So until next time, I've been your host, Anthony Muirore and Steve Gallegos. We are saying bye for now. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas.